Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for this thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me today we have... Daniel, playing Shed Fleet. K-Hall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, and I play Tarajux. Waffle, are you on a different microphone? Oh, am I? Hello? You sound different. Hmm, hang on a sec. No, I... Everything's... My setup is as it was. Odd. It's a little fuzzy. Yeah. But... It's, it's not bad, it's, it's just... You're audible, but it's definitely a is step it... in quality down from... Yeah, that's unacceptable. Hang on. Uh, anyway, while he's doing that, who wants to give us a summary of what happened last time? How about now? We were enlightened about the um, danger posed by Erky Bafflestone and the stolen Phaseo Telestabilizers. You got it right on the first try. I'm so yeah, proud of you. Did it. He's been rehearsing. I, I yeah. wrote it down. I wrote it down. I hadn't wrote it, written it down until last. You and me both, man. You and me both. <laughs> it's too late for the uh, gold piece offer, though. That was. Uh, that yeah, was, that was. That, that was exclusive sad. only until someone actually remembered the name of the part. Is my yeah, sound Matt, any better? It is identical. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> what the hell? What else happened last time? We uh, talked to uh, the council about the mad scientist. He's glossing now... over the fact where both he and Tarjux were removed from the meeting for being pains. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I was getting there. <laughs> I was but... yelling at bureaucrats. Uh, they... Yeah, so so was Leyland. <laughs> Basically, they're going full, like, all hands on deck to search the the um the under part of the city to find Erky before he blows a nice massive hole into Hopstonopolis. Yep, because he's and trying to open a portal to the far plane. And yet plane? what feeling that despite the gnomes mobilizing all their forces, we're still gonna have to fight him alone. Yeah, huh. and yeah, yep, and we we were we, we were commissioned nope. to much. help. It's too much meta. We need to tone it back. Step. You're making an awful lot of assumptions about how badly I want to demonstrate an army of gnomes wielding really shoddy tech. Okay, fair. <laughs> Is my mic still... No, that sounds you're, normal. Okay. You're back to normal. I turned off the noise suppression from Discord, and that apparently uh, fixed it. Huh. Interesting. Nice try, noise suppression powered by Crisp. Okay, getting back on topic. We descend into the darkness. It's pretty yeah. well lit, actually. We descend into the lightness. Uh, yeah, so the very last thing that happened... Well, you guys also uh, were given some equipment that may or may not be of assistance to gnomes that are only sort of in phase with the Prime Material Plane as Ricky mm -hmm. Bafflestone demonstrates the ability to not be in phase. We were, yeah, we were given some bracer shields, some manacles, and a wand, or some wands of magic missile. And a cube yes. of force. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ooh, we were given that. trinkets. Uh, you were instructed that you will be returning those to 
the city of Hopsinopolis when the mission is over. <laughs> they were destroyed in the battle. <laughs> okay, if you want to try and smuggle magic artifacts out of the city, more so. No, than don't attempt to. He's already done it once. <laughs> we I... have to, we have to desmuggle that. Yep. Already. Okay, so this is important though. Who actually has the cube of force? Because this is like a pretty powerful relic. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. <laughs> uh. That leaves three members of the party. I guess it's going to Tarjex Heiko. I, well, I don't maybe. think I, I don't think I. <laughs> may, mm, oh, maybe suddenly I everyone's got an opinion of the cube. <laughs> I do oh. have the gun. I, I do have the gun though. Yes, you guys wait. can't not vote and then be upset with who gets elected cube no, president. No, me. I'm totally fine. Not taking the cube is a vote. <laughs> My vote is also you playing, not to have the cube. We're playing nose goes and. Desmond and Chet both touch their noses, and Farrakh is just sitting here waiting for Tarajux to touch his nose. No, no. I chopped off my arms. <laughs> no. I can't touch my nose. De Desmond and Chet both touch their noses and then use their other hands to touch Tarajux's nose. <laughs> <laughs> I hand the cube to Farrakh. Okay. <laughs> You'll solved. probably want to use the spell effect one yeah, but we'll I'm see maybe look up cube of force it's yeah it, it that's why i like brought this up is i went and i looked through it i'm like oh wow this is actually pretty it's sizable. it's a very strong magic item mm -hmm. for our listeners a cube of force is a cube obviously with six faces it has a set number of charges on it and the face that you depress will generate a cube around uh the person carrying it like it expand, like it's an expandable cube that I think is fifteen feet on a side, and the face that you press determines what can pass through the walls of the cube. So there's one face that's just like miscellaneous non-atmospheric gases, uh, one for non-living matter, um, one for living matter, one that prevents spell effects, um, one that prevents everything. So this is like cumulative sort of right. It's a, it's quite a powerful item. Um, right. So the last thing that happened was you were directed to your search zone and you opened a door to reveal a long metal corridor. As a reminder to our listeners, uh, the party is down in the guts of Hopsinopolis, which uh, sort of resembled the interior of a spaceship. Like if you think of any sci-fi movie that has a spaceship with an interior, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I would lean more towards, like, Imperial Star Destroyer, where everything is, like, wide hallways, um, lots of metal, like, plain metal walls, um, reasonably well lit. Mm -hmm. Oh, do the, I have time the to... Enterprise in my head. The Enterprise works, Sorry. too. What did you say, Falra? Uh, do I have time to attune to the Cube of Force? It does require attunement. Um, well... You don't immediately see Erky Bafflestone working on a portal generator, so you'll probably be walking for some period of time. Okay. I will not be in front then because I'm trying to get, come to grips with the new magic item. Yes. I'm assuming I'll be in front. Shed is in front because he's got the, the tremor sense. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good one. <laughs> sure, Chet's in front. Yeah. Tremor <laughs> sense out to however far. We'll find out. Chad, you yeah. can feel 
the gentle vibrations of the city of Hobstonopolis beneath your taloned feet. Um, is it a it'll, comfortable hum, or is it kind of distracting? A little of both. It'll probably take you a little while to get used to like the background level of vibration. Mm-hmm. How far down are we? Like, Can I feel... If, if we were maybe 10 or 20 feet down, would I be able to hear traffic or feel traffic above us? Um, you occasionally feel uh, footsteps passing above you and below you and to the sides at, you'd guess, probably 30 to 40 feet or so. Okay. It's amusing that one of the two people who hates being underground got the tremor sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, hopefully yeah. Carjux ends up getting, like, you know, like, favored terrain in caves or something. No, my, <laughs> or something secret... that allows him to walk through walls. Yeah, my secret power is going to be I can cast meld into stone as a cantrip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very useful, but it, the additional spell component is sanity. <laughs> All right, let's uh, set off towards this dark zone that we've been shown on the map. You set off. After about half an hour, Ched, you are more or less in tune with what the city sounds like normally, and you can pick out uh, abnormal tremors in the the walls and the floor. Um, the general impression you get is occasionally somebody walking near you, but it's not like you don't feel the hum of machinery. Well, you do feel the hum of machinery, but it's not anything out of what you've come to expect from the city. Okay. Hmm. So, question: Since I have locate object, I know it'll, I know it has kind of a limited radius, but. Is there a limit to how many times I can use that? Like, every time we pass out the round, locate one of the Phaseo telestabilizers since we have found one? I mean, if you're casting it as a ritual, then no. However, it points to the closest Phaseo telestabilizer, which I believe is in Falrock's backpack. Falrock, uh, why'd you bring no, the Phaseo telestabilizer? <laughs> no, yeah, no, I definitely did not bring it. No, we didn't. Because we were no, like... I'm, I'm planning on de-stealing it later. Yeah, and we were like, there's there's no situation in which having an additional Phaseo telestabilizer, like, like yeah, we're not no, going to bring We're going to get there, yeah. he's going to be like, oh, I was one short. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to bring a else. jar full of bees. <laughs> it, it's going to be like, oh, this room is full of bees. Let's add more bees to the mix. The situation has only it. been made worse with the addition of yet more bees. Exactly, and so we're not doing that. So, uh, Roundabout point. Uh, yes, if Leyland can cast that as a ritual, we basically have our 1,000-foot radar. I don't believe locate object as a ritual spell. Uh, all... <laughs> That's... So, locate object... Oh, you are right. It's not. It's also blocked by any thickness of lead. Hmm... Well, that's a problem. Yeah. So, any drinking water pipes in here? <laughs> Almost certainly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> drinking water pipes, um, anything that uh, 
milk moves through or uh, any walls any, with paint on them yeah any food safe uh piping really is just it's all lead all lead based paint <laughs> oops the, all lead the <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have a lot of serial killers here in like 20 years the city has stand has stood for Eight centuries. I okay, think. they're gonna have a lot of serial killers continually. That has demonstrably not been the case. Wow. Anyway, uh, this is their first like really bad mad scientist. So, yeah. The time. And we're gonna get him. So, you've been walking through series of corridors, basically marking them off as you go. Um, as you are, as you're progressing, um, I need everybody to please make an insight check. Interesting. I'm good at these. So am I. But 21. That was not a good roll. 14. 8. That was a 2. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, well, if you gotten a natural one, you would have sprained your insight. <laughs> and an 11? It's gotten a nosebleed. Desmond, an insight check, please. 11. Okay. Um, did anybody 17? roll over a 15? Yes. I got a 21. Okay. Yeah, Zach got a 21. Yeah. Uh, right. Those of you that got above a 15... Um, you can feel a sort of like pulling sensation in your gut. That's just like, it takes you a while to notice because it's very gentle, but it seems to be uh, sort of tugging in the general direction of uh, more towards the center of the city. Ah, okay. Is that the direction we're going in? It does fall inside your search zone. Alright, well, I, I guess I mentioned to the party I've got a, a gut feeling about you where... It's not what you had for lunch? I can't, yeah, it's <laughs> not what I had for lunch, and I can't say that it's tied to my tremor sense, but... Well, it's Chad's natural bird intuition, and I say we trust that, because... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, nobody else has any good ideas. Follow the pole My. of the tractor beam well, into the. Center. Yeah, I mean, fighting it doesn't seem optimal either. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, do I, it, guys. I'm not the only one that feels this, right? No, I'm, am I I'm, crazy? I'm getting those that two too. things are not necessarily mm. mutually exclusive. What? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, point taken. I don't give it All to right. you. You can't have my point. Okay, well, it's yours then. Fine. It wasn't point accepted. It was point, point taken. Yeah. <laughs> keep your point. I don't need it. All Fine. right, let's keep plodding along, but change. Our Maybe we could be like so jogging kind of... along. Do we Maybe want we... to jog? Don't we, we need should... time to attune? I should, we should put a little hustle case? in our bustle, I think. Uh, I mean, are we against the clock? Do we know that? Y yes. I mean, if he if he pops one of these phaseo stabilizers, we're dead either way. So. Well, and it's also well, he, like, hey, making a teleporter to the far realm. So, 
like the the buzzer when we run out of time is the song that ends the world. Yeah, but do we know that he's close? Yes, he's got all the components. How do we? He's been stealing do... these for a few weeks. Yeah, but how do we know that he has everything? He narrative convenience. Narrative. <laughs> all right, all right, Chad. Chad, Chad, Chad. Let me let me ask you a question here. There are two possibilities. One possibility is that he's very, very close to unleashing devastation. The other is that there's a lot of time and everything's going to be okay. Knowing our luck, which is more likely? <laughs> point not taken? Point. <laughs> Keep your point. You know, it's a good one. If it's been long enough for me to attune, I'm going to just, we should keep, we should move faster. Yeah. I'm good. Hustle. All right. So you start moving down these corridors. Um, Whenever you come to an intersection, you take time to consult your gut feeling and adjust course, um, adjust course accordingly. After another so we're half, to follow. We're, we're following this feeling. That seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Uh, after another half hour or so, you swing open a bulkhead and find yourself in a a quaint gnome-sized village that is covered in a thick layer of dust. Oh, interesting. Um, you step through and you're <laughs> a you're great standing. place for a bed and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could franchise here. You you step through and you're standing on earth rather than uh, plates of metal. There are lots of little rustic gnomish cottages uh, scattered about that are like slightly slightly shorter than terrajucks at the chimney. I uh, I move through this the t- little village in slow motion, making kaiju noises. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> um, is there any sign of like why they abandoned this place? Just that it's in the deep, deep underground of the city. I assume there you don't see any signs like that, but you do see an actual literal sign in the town square. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I go up to that, but first I want to check. Is it is actually dirt under us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Weird. What's the sign say? Oh wait, do gnomes? I don't speak gnomish. It is in gnomish. Yes. <laughs> My God, they set off some kind of language scrambling bomb. Nobody questions. I don't. Honest. I don't <laughs> think they did. I don't. I really don't think <laughs> nobody bothers to. <laughs> yeah, everyone's uh, just like whatever. Uh huh. So <laughs> either either this village was left behind when they started getting all tech savvy, or it was preserved somehow. Like it doesn't look like it's been like it was like destroyed or anything right it's kind of been no it it just looks like like in a snow globe almost yeah that's that's exactly the impression you get the chamber that you're in is a bit larger than any of the other chambers that you've seen so far and um i will say that your your travels through the guts have you didn't go into very many 
like non-transport corridors because you're looking for a pretty large room. Um, and a lot of the doors that you pass that you haven't been going through are labeled like maintenance, storage, uh, that sort of thing. You've gone through a few rooms that contain machinery that serves no discernible purpose or that you can't understand, but this is the largest one so far and it like its sole function seems to be to contain this uh, gnomish village out of time. Because hmm. hmm. it's encased, right? It's like it has a ceiling. It's still yeah, part of you're the definitely building. still gotcha. in the guts of Hopsonopolis. Interesting. All right. Well, um, it's just. It, yeah. I assume there's like uh, we can continue on through. There's a hatch on the other side or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or is this the place that we're being pulled to? Or is it just through no, here? No, it is, it is pulling you on through this uh, this mothball village. Okay. Oh, Onward. You pause for a moment to consider the ravages of time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Persona. And this is, this is comforting to me. Because, you know, everything is just going to be swallowed up by the storm. So it doesn't really matter if the Far Realm invades this world. No sweat, guys. Well, let's let's go home. Determination. <laughs> no, it's like yeah, let's do this. But you know, if things don't go our way, you know, it's it's inevitable. It is what it is. Yeah. It's but all just uh, dust in the wind. When the far room gets here, it will very much be what it isn't. All dust in the wind. <laughs> uh, onward and upward, or inward, yep. downward. downward. I don't know what inward, word. downward. Sounds yeah, about it's, right. It's Further word. Deeper. We go. You go. Um, you swing open the bulkhead. The tugging feeling in your gut is getting stronger. Uh, on the other side of the door, you see a corridor directly opposite you is a door that is swinging open, and there are people on the other side of it. Uh, people we recognized? Or yes, gnomes? because they're you. Uh, hey, man. On the other side of the door? Yep. Uh, are they looking like, at us? In our direction. Yep. Do they appear Is this to door be... also called a mirror? Hang on. The... Yeah. <laughs> Time out. Is there just a hanging sliver of a person instead of where Tarajux should be? <laughs> no. You see you see Tarajux complete with um, chunk missing. Chunk not loaded. Uh, double finger pistols at myself. Double finger pistols right back at you. Okay, great. I use uh, I use this a delay rare... or at the same time at exactly the same time. I use uh, this mirror to fix my hair. Uh, you reach up and fix your hair. Okay. Um, walk forward. Does that say as we walk closer. Terrajax like... also walks forward. And then I high five myself. You go in for the high five, but he lifts you. You bring up your right hand. He brings up his right hand, and the high five like you. You're trying to adjust, and he's also adjusting at the same time. Oh no! It All right, takes. We, we, go ahead. We go for the double high five. You go for the double high five. Uh, the instant your hands touch, there is a bright flash of light. You are thrown backwards, and you take. <laughs> Uh, ten points. Jesus Christ! Force oh. damage. And um, 
the the duplicate party has vanished and there is a blank wall ahead of you. Fixed it. <laughs> you say from a crumpled heap on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Let it be known that even Tarajux Heiko is no match for Tarajux Heiko. We really need to start asking the gnomes more questions before they just send us into what, what random the, well, how would we? What would we even buildings. ask them? Hey, what do we do if we encounter our shadow doppelgangers? <laughs> we'll just like, yeah. what was this building you send us send us into used for? They don't know. But, like, it's just a blank space on their map. They haven't been down here in Too a long. thousand years. Yeah. They ostensibly have like the map has things listed on it but nobody's been down here in a long time so it's like these are they had to dredge these blueprints up from their archives like before they were even stored on the cloud right so who knows who knows what's going on in this forgotten section of the gnomish city of wonders so i guess there's no other wall that was like that one here. No. The the blueprints you have do not show any kind of door where you're standing. I mean, is this related to how the crazed scientist is splitting off from himself? Is he just summoning versions of himself from other dimensions? Ched, what's behind mm. this wall? <laughs> what? Ched's like, what did I just say? I don't know anything <laughs> about... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about dimensional travel. I'm five, and what is this? <laughs> I'm an adult. I think, I think Ched was just following his instinct and extrapolating from that. Ched, I think you should do that more often, Ched. What's behind the wall? Use your magic tremor sight. I walk up to the wall and put my hand upon it. Uh, you don't feel anything behind the wall. For a good like thirty feet, all right. Okay. And then there's what, apparently just another corridor uh, that far in. I can feel empty corridor. Yeah, but it's it's like behind thirty feet of metal. How? How am I feeling empty space? Because it vibrates differently. Okay. Interesting. You know, this so... is going to be really useful when we do the. Uh heist in the mountain home just saying just keep that in the back of your head got a long way to go there we gotta yeah, live through yeah. this first yeah we're gonna but, be like but trimmer but trimmer sense if i mean if he can just put his head up to walls and feel what's on the other side that's gonna be really helpful <laughs> could be so where okay where is this is the, a dead end where am you i getting pulled to the route am i still getting pulled to somewhere Yes, you are getting pulled uh, sort of in the general direction of the wall that you were just listening to, but there aren't any doors there. You'll have to decide whether you want to take this T-intersection to the left or to the right. Okay, left. Okay. I, I go left. Left, go left. left. Uh, continue carrying on down through the, the guts of Hobstonopolis. Um... You step through another door, and the feeling in your gut immediately, like, twinges and starts pulling you back in the direction you just came from. Well, huh. I knew we should have gone to the right. Do I see oh, a man. wraparound hallway? Nope. 
You're standing okay. in uh, a like a twenty foot by thirty foot room that has four doors leading off of it, like one on each wall. Okay, so I go I mean, to the right could door. The door. Say what? I go to the right door and uh, open Leland, it. Leland, what were you saying? Oh. I was like, I mean, we could always just open the doors and see what other interesting things are in here, but... Uh, yeah, might as well. Isn't... Aren't we pressed for time? Apparently not, since everyone <laughs> else is like, ah, uh, if we die, we die. <laughs> what? what? Ah! I didn't realize this so... was a party of millennials. <laughs> I'm going... I'm going to the right door. Okay, and you I'm go to the right door. what's on the other side. I follow Chad. You swing it open, and uh, on the other side, you can see uh, yourself swinging open a door in a room identical to this one. But uh, it's not directly across. You're not mirrored. You appear to be looking at yourself performing the action that you are currently taking. Oh, oh no. Close the door. From, from behind the myself door. or from in front of myself? You you are looking into the room, and you can see yeah. yourself looking into the room, like, one door over to the right of you. Ooh, to the right? Yeah. Ooh, I go into the room, and I follow that door. Okay, you open the door. No, 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 no. It's fine. Do you... It's gonna be lost forever. Does anybody follow Chad? Yeah, I follow him. <laughs> I'd follow course, Chad sorry. into hell itself. Of course, Project. Well, hang, hang on. Guys, what... What's in there? Hold on. <laughs> Chet's interest is peak. I like, I turn like back to Fark and I just say, it's on... forever in here. <laughs> yeah. No, do not go there. No. I think he's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, like a parakeet seeing itself in the mirror. It's just like, ooh. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is a shortcut. So I open that door on the right where I just saw myself opening a door. Okay. Uh, you open the door on the right and you are looking into an identical room where you are opening a door to the right of where oh you are God. standing. Oh, God. No, come back. Come you back probably, now. Yeah, turn around. Right. What do I see? Uh, you see uh, yourself looking into a room and you are also looking back through a door on your left. I go back. But he doesn't see anybody else. I, Ted, I go, come to the light. I go back <laughs> through the door I originally came in from. <laughs> okay, you go back, um, and you open the door, and you see the rest of the party standing uh, at the far end of the room from you. And we've aged a thousand years. <laughs> no. I, I turn around? Yep. Is it still the same? Uh, you turn around, and looking through the door that you just came through, you can see the back of the party directly in front of you. What's up, what? Chad? Oh my god. <laughs> it's some kind of dimensional <laughs> shit show. It's a puzzle. That's exactly know. right! <laughs> Alright, here's the plan. Chad, come over to us. Walk in the direction of yeah. my voice. I close the door. <laughs> Okay. I walk away, back to the hallway with the T intersection, and say, and just without a word, any any further word, just keep walking. Okay, Chad walks past all of you. Too disturbed to say anything about what I saw. <laughs> Other door, then I guess. 
I was about to say, I want, I want to see the other doors really quick here. Wait, so hang on. The, the pull... The pull in our gut was behind us now after we came into this room? After yeah. you came into this room, uh, the pull in your gut flipped to pull back towards the door you just entered. Does it change once I leave the room into the hallway? So it starts pointing back through the door that you came through, yes. Okay. If I stand so... in the doorway, where does it go? <laughs> uh, it's still pointing into the room. Okay. I'm a, it's not, we gotta go through this room, I guess. So, I'm a lot, right? going. Wait, to, I'm going to walk into just... the middle of the room, mm -hmm. uh, and it does it still pull me towards the door we just came? Yes. Uh, Here's a theory. What if we don't we go just, through a door? Then why don't we just go back to the T and go to the right? Wasn't Have you tried walking down? through the door backwards so you can't see yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that dimensional tomfoolery can only occur if you're looking at your doppelganger. Yeah, it's yeah, the Schrodinger principle. It doesn't exist. You have to observe it for it to quantumly happen. Yep. <laughs> okay. Then, very quickly, I, I'm going to say to the party, I'm going to go back down the other hallway real quick and see what's on the other side, and if I get a similar feeling to this one. And I open the door, and I go down the T, past Would the you... T intersection, and to the right. Okay. Not where we originally came from, but where yes. I would have turned You go right in the remaining came. path that you have not yet explored. Yes. Uh, is anybody going with him? No, nope. I, I will. I will go with him. We should tie a rope around him and stay <laughs> where we are. <laughs> I have rope. I always have rope. Chad, hold on to this rope. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tie the rope around my waist and walk down the hallway. Tie the other end to Fall Rock. Yep. <laughs> okay. You okay. tie the end of the rope to your waist and you begin walking down the right-hand intersection. Um, eventually, it uh, corners to, uh, to the left. So... Um, You'd be going kind of in the in the direction that your original shadow doppelgangers were, if that makes sense. Uh huh. Um, and you you disappear around the corner, and uh, it looks like a fairly long straight corridor ahead of you. There are a couple of doors to either side, as as is normal down here in the guts of Hopsinopolis. Do you carry on? Where. Where does this feeling pull me? Uh, the feeling is pulling you in that self-same direction. Towards the room that I was just in? No, down the corridor that you're facing. Oh. Because remember, huh. at the T-intersection, it was still pointing it was straight. towards the, the wall that your clones had appeared on. Yeah. Which was... Yeah. On the wall of the T-intersection. Right. And so you've okay. turned right at the T-intersection, the... T or the right path that you've taken has now turned left, so you are facing that same direction. Okay. And it 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 hasn't angled at all towards the left? Nope. Huh. Well rather than going on any further alone, I'm gonna go back to the party and say I think we should try this way first. Let's do it. I, I walk down that hallway and it's it's pulling me further 
in and is not screwing with me at all. So perfect. Right. Yeah, I'd say the last thing we want to do is split up in this. Yep. Insane. Okay. <laughs> please, please do split up. And we go. All right. Uh, so you are walking down the hallway. Um, after a couple minutes, I need everybody to make perception checks, please. Eighteen. Eleven. Uh, total of twenty. Did you say insight? Perception. Oh, perception. Oh, no. Well. It's a nine. Total of ten. I rolled a three. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Everybody who is not Ched, um, you... The, you know, you you kind of get the impression that something's something's not quite right. Um, Falrock's hair used to be a lot more vibrant and red, and now it looks kind of pale and and whitish. And Teradux didn't have liver spots before, did he? River spots. Liver <laughs> spots. <laughs> oh, liver spots. <laughs> it's like and I, what? I what does down and I wheeze and I go. Hoo! Feels like we've been walking these corridors for quite some time now. Wouldn't you say so, Farron? The best part is that this is entirely unrelated to what's happening in the corridor and just Terranjux being Terranjux. <laughs> Does the is the crescent look any different on his side? Like the gaping hole? It's got a beard now. <laughs> um, I, I would just be like a skeleton then, right? You are, you definitely, like, looking around, Desmond is definitely very, like, he looks like he should be in a wheelchair. (laughs) Or have a walker, at the very least. Like, he is hunched over, um, the, practically crushed beneath the weight of his brine barrel. (laughs) Desmond, do you feel... You okay there? You feel very tired and heavy, and your joints hurt. I feel like I need to live uh, with somebody to assist me. <laughs> you there, well, young man. I'm, uh, I'm satisfied been, with being a silver fox. So. And there have been no doors in this entire corridor. There are doors to the to the right and the left every so often. I, but I the reckon... pole is not leading us that direction. It keeps leading us forward. Correct. Uh, I reckon we take this here side door. Ched, you're, um, you're like... Middle-aged plumage has come in beautifully. <laughs> You've got okay. pin feathers to kill for. <laughs> looking great. good, my man. Great, yeah, looking great. Not knowing what the fuck is going on. I look like I'm 15. Uh, uh, going back for a second to uh, Terajux's storm crescent, it is spread to subsume like his entire left arm. <laughs> oh, God. neat. That's so is it that my left arm good. is now like storm and lightning, or it's just absent? It's a it's a formless massive cloud that could, if you squinted, be construed as an arm. Nice. Like I told you guys, this is just the natural life cycle. <laughs> I of... am the storm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Layla yeah, looks open unchanged. A... Yeah. I just... <laughs> let's let's open up a side. I don't know what's wrong with you all, but door. 
Which door? Just any old door? Any yep, old side just door. Yep, just a door. It probably doesn't matter. You open a door and uh, you can see a storage closet full of old boxes. I walk into the closet. You walk into the closet. I look down at myself and do I look normal? Nope, you still look... Um, you're getting, you're getting kind of on the old side now. Like, this is going to oh. affect you much faster than it will everyone else, because Eric Cocker lived for, like, 30 years. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hey, guys. Uh -oh. guys? <laughs> I think I'm dying. We're all dying each day, Sonny. We should probably get out of this corridor, huh? Yeah. Um, I say we all... Is it ending anytime soon? No. It goes on for a while, yet yeah, you can see that there's a corner up ahead. Everybody sprint! <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. I start I old man hobbling my way. Okay, I begin sprinting. Jux, as he as he pulls ahead of you, he is now, like, if you had to guess, in his 80s. Oh, like it's faster if you... Mm. Slow down! <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Just remember I can't bring you back if you die of natural causes. I know, I... <laughs> But it's okay. I I shuffle my way back towards the group. Do I reverse age or you do, as a matter okay. of fact? Oh, okay. All right. What so, happens uh, when he so... walks really slowly? I imagine we age uh, very slowly. Leolin, why don't you go to the end of the tunnel and we'll all just wait here. <laughs> just go to the corner. Go to the corner. Go to the, the corner only... and turn the aging machine. The only thing is I don't I don't have the the feeling or whatever. So yeah, I'm not going to know. But we just need to know if it's... I don't know. It, we wouldn't know if it stops at that corner anyway because you're not fucking yeah. aging. Uh, Leyland is the worst person to send as a litmus test because he won't change. Sure. I've got both requirements. I age and I have the pull. So. And I have gauntlets of strength. So even as I age, I'll remember. Yeah, your giant belt. Like, you're going to be the strongest old man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. To the, uh, to the corner. All right, you get down to the corner, and boy, if you don't feel 180 years old by the time you get there. Well, that's not bad. That's middle-aged. Um, you've got some, like, silver streaks through your through your beard, which is now, like, down to your knees. Huh. Oh, you gotta shave that. Glorious. <laughs> um, and you turn the corridor, and you can see there's a couple more doors, and then... Uh, a door set at the end of the corridor as well. And is the pull pulling you to the end of the corridor still? Uh, it's kind of still pointing ahead, like in the Into direction. the wall. Yeah, exactly. So we need to find a different way because this is not the way. Because this gonna... dead end will kill us. We're not going to um, survive this way. It's yes. a literal yeah. dead end. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Anyways, so we have to go back to the doors. Yep, the four doors. So let's I, back I, back. Here's I a thought. Cube. Um, Ched, what do your elf feet see? Um, <laughs> I guess my <laughs> question is: feet. Where are the nearest correct. other corridors in relation to this one? Like, are there corridors running alongside this one, above, below, to the sides? Hmm. Uh, yes to all three of those. What's the closest? Closest one is probably directly below you. 
Could we uh, just punch a hole down through this floor into the next one? You could try. I was just like, I'm I'm spitballing here. Like, so, if, question. We might have to start moving laterally. Well, he here's my question before we do that. Do we think that these are a bunch of booby traps? Or do we think that this building was used as some sort of crazy, like, science experiment? Um, I'm guessing thing. the latter. Well, yeah, this is probably a result of... The crazed no, my I don't know his name. Yeah, um, and it's like gnomes Ur live. Gnomes Urky. live a really long time, so like they wouldn't even notice. Gnome dis. We'll workshop it. <laughs> and walls don't phase him. Just... I guess more so. My my point is, we punch a hole through. Who knows what we could jump into down there, as well though. So yeah. we just got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's just like. We have to start thinking here. Like, we can't just... Oh, we'll just force our way down a corridor. Like, maybe we need to start... Making... We, we never tried all the other doors. And the other yeah, we can try the other doors. I don't know. It's just like, if somebody has an idea of how to cut through... Uh, 10 feet of various piping and steel and stuff, it might be worth exploring that a little further. But for now, let's go back and try the other doors. I can... I can disintegrate with the cube of force, but I don't like using up charges freely. You, the cube of force can't disintegrate. Uh, it's it loses charges oh, when it loses hit with charges if it's hit with a disintegrate spell. Right, if it's hit with those spells. My bad. Reading yeah. is important. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really know what we could use without <laughs> you burning a bunch of spell slots to. Yeah. Bust through the floor here. If I had conjure minor elementals, I could maybe conjure a stone elemental, a small one. Maybe even a method to just like swim through the walls, but I didn't think I, I almost brought stone shape. Mm, that might have been a good one. Oh well. Yeah, I, I say All we right. go back to the, the four doors first. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, you uh, retrace your steps, de-aging as you go. Um, Desmond looks as hale and hearty as ever as ever he did by the time you uh, get back to uh, your original location. Falrock, your beard returns to its uh, pre-corridor length. Damn. Do we see these changes real time? <laughs> if you walk fast enough, yes. Well, this is really encouraging to me because I know I'm going to age very gracefully. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got a good, I've got you. like a, I've got a nice forty-year arc to look forward to of becoming a silver fox. He he looks great, but he has the voice of a pack a day chain smoker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you return to the room with four doors. I open the door on the left. Like okay. furthest to the left. Uh, so let's let's establish first. Does everybody go into the the square room with the the four doors in it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, why not? Do you leave the corridor door behind you open? Uh oh. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So you step into the room, the, the feeling in your gut again hooks backwards so that it's now pointing through the door that you originally came through. Mm-hmm. You close the door. <clears throat> you close the door. Now you are standing in a room with four doors. Does the feeling's direction change? No. Well, uh, I might the be door some on the left. Of, yeah. You do what? I open the door on the left. You open the door on the left, and you poke your head through to see Terajux Heiko opening a door on the left and poking his head through. Uh, I think double right. finger pistols. I so think Cheddar Fall Rock should open all the doors just to see if the feeling. Yeah, I'm gonna open the door directly in front of us then. All right, you cross to the opposite side of the room and open the door, and you can see yourself on the far side of the room opening the door over there. I shout through the door at my at our duplicate party. Is there anybody else, or is it just me? You can only see yourself. Everybody else is kind of like not really in view of the doorway. Okay. But do we... All right. I'm going to trust other me. Oh. And uh, I'm going to shoot a sunbolt at myself. Okay. But I'm going to aim directly at the center so that if we're on opposite sides of this room, the sunbolts will meet right where Tarjux would have given himself the high five and gotten blown back across the room. Oh... Okay. Interesting. Uh, go Gun convergence. And make your attack roll. Okay, that's going to be uh, 25. Okay. Uh, the two sunbolts meet in the center of the room, and uh, there is a blinding flash of light through any doors that are currently opened, and you are kind of blown backwards a little bit. You don't take any damage because you're, like, 20 feet away. Um, but there is definitely an explosion. All right, I figured it out. I close yeah. the door and open it back up again. Uh, you see Falrock on the other side of the room opening a door. All right, everybody, we're come. We're gonna skirt around the edge of the room. Don't touch each other. <laughs> we're gonna uh, go okay. through the other side. That's okay. typically my policy. So uh, well, I don't know what it is, but I like it. I pass. Nope, I go into the room, I pass by myself, I resist the urge to give a high five. We all walk around the right edge of the room and out the other door. You are treated to the very disconcerting uh, image of yourselves (laughs) doing your actions. Um, So there are two separate parties that are kind of skirting around opposite edges (laughs) of the room before you exit um, through the through the opposite door, and the feeling in your gut is now pointing you forward. Yes! All right. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Where would we go? (laughs) We're so good. We're so good. Just at all of this. Fall Rock's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure it's clear. You wanted to high-five yourself again and take (laughs) 10 10 points of damage. Yeah, I did. So did that 10 points of damage actually happen, or is Yeah, it... no, it did. It definitely did. <laughs> I have the bruises to prove it. Yep. 
and the <laughs> slightly increased background radiation. Yeah. <laughs> but the real question is, am I the original Tarajux or the copy? You don't no, know. No, you're the original. <laughs> you don't know and you may never know. Honestly, at this point, is there, I mean, does it matter? Is there a difference with, like, Tarajux Psycho? Well, like, I, you'll <laughs> find out if he's any more reasonable than the other one. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, right, so you're standing in a room with four doors. All right, uh, is the pole still pointing forward, or is it pointing at one of these doors? It's still pointing forward. Okay, go forward and open that door. Charge! You go forward and open the door. And you see a corridor on the other side. Down the corridor. I'm following the pole. All right. You get older. The pole is getting uh, stronger and stronger as you as you walk along. Um, then you you come to another another uh, set of doors. The pole is very clearly indicating one of them. You swing it open as you have many doors in the past, and you find yourselves. Um, looking at Falrock standing on the ceiling ahead of you. Oh, jeez. And so now the door is on the ceiling. Correct. Okay. There's, like, if you look too long at the other end of the hallway, you get a headache. Okay. What happens when I try to walk on the wall? Uh, you can't. The floor. Okay. Or the ceiling. Okay. Well, let's Let's just do the same thing, and then we'll boost ourselves through the other door. Let's just walk on the right-hand side, all the way over to the other side, and then since the door's on the ceiling, we just boost ourselves into it. Uh, yeah, I'll scamper by. Terajux, this is a high-five opportunity you will never have again. <laughs> I know. And I don't you I am I am holding his arms. <laughs> I, I, I just give myself a look and I'm just like next time. Next time. Finger pistol just finger pistols and a wink, man. Come on. I, I do like my arms are clamped down at my sides from Leyland, but I do like little finger pistols. The finger pistols the from the waist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Firing from the hip, literally. <laughs> okay. Uh, you swing open the door and, well, you swing open the door. You clamber up the, like, six feet or so that you'd need to reach the top of the door at the other end of the hallway. Um, and as you pull yourself through, you find yourself standing on the floor of a room with four doors. Okay. The and, pole uh... is pointing to the right. Okay. Get everybody in the room and then go right. Uh, you go right and you find yourself standing in a room with probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 doors. Oh. God. There, there are doors. And when I say it has 400 doors, I don't mean that the walls are just like door, 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 door. I mean that... There are a lot of doors on the walls. There are some doors that are just kind of freestanding out in the middle of the room. There are doors hanging from the ceiling. There are doors set into the ceiling. Ooh. Um, doors standing up off the walls horizontally. There are a lot of doors in here. Cool. There are. All right. 
So I'm going to move slowly forward and see where the pole takes me, or where it points to. Uh, the pole seems to be sort of centered in the middle of the room. As you okay. as you slowly orbit all of these freestanding doors. I open a random gen- door. <laughs> a freestanding one. You open a random freestanding door. And on the other side, you can see that you are looking out directly down onto that quaint little gnomish village that you passed through earlier. Oh, that's nice. I open the door directly next to it. You open the door directly next to it, and you can see your own shoes from below. You fall through a hole that wasn't there before. (laughs) And land in a heap exactly where you were standing. I open a third door. No, stop. (laughs) (laughs) I throw it open. We we have dimensional shackles, right? Uh, yeah, we, have man- we have manacles. Maybe they were for Tarajek. One more door. <laughs> no. Tarajek wriggles away from you and throws open a third door um, that it's just like an empty black space on the other side. No, 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 no. no, no close no. it. No, no, no. Close it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, Falrock and Leyland both get there at the same time and slam the door shut. It's like the first door I wanted to go in, though. <laughs> it might kill me. <laughs> That's that would be Tar Jackson's favorite door, though. It's the void. Right. All right. So, room full of doors. Let's work our way to the center of the room. Yep. Okay. You you percolate your way through all of the doors until you arrive at... There's kind of three set in a triangle shape in the middle of the room. Mm. And then, like, the corners are touching, so it's, like, in the center there is a little door shape, or a triangle little made of doors. Prism. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> a door prism. Yeah. All right. Um, I opened the... The one that's facing us. You open the one that is facing you, and um, there is a corridor on the other side. Is the pull leading down that corridor, or is it still like right in the prism of doors? It seems to be. Okay. Well, onward, onward we go. Okay. Uh, you step through this door, and Ched, the background vibrations of Hopsonopolis suddenly alter significantly. Oh. You can feel a lot of heavy machinery um, ahead of you. Uh, relay that info to the party. Friends, I, I think we've teleported to somewhere else in the guts. Or, yeah, yeah, we're, we're still in the guts. But uh, we're somewhere else. In hmm. well, and I don't know how far, but I know this is different. That's probably the least surprising thing of what's happened. So there's a lot of machinery, so we might be close. Yeah, let's say that could be Erky's machines. Mm-hmm. Be portal machinery. All right. Keep uh, working our way forward, then. All right. You head down the corridor until. You eventually arrive at another door. 
post Open up on either door. side of it, and I prepare Frostbolt. Frostbite. I ready my heavy crossbow. Alright. My fists are my weapons. I open the door. You open the door, and on the other side you can see... Um, it's like um, it's like a, a fire escape almost. You know how? Okay, so back it up a second. On the other side of this door is a very large open room, uh, probably about the size of a city block. Uh, you are about halfway up the wall. On on the other side of the door is like a metal wire walkway that mm-hmm. has a staircase going down into the center of the room. Uh, a lot of the space in here is taken up by large humming and whirring machines that are all fed into a large central apparatus that looks more or less... Um, it looks like the cloud storage container, like that big sphere sort of, uh, sort of deal. Um, Except at the center, you can see instead of um, roiling yellow-green mists from the anchor storm, uh, there appears to be a tiny little sphere of a color that your brain doesn't really recognize. Huh. Um, mm. There are scaffolds running around the exterior of this glass sphere. There are workbenches scattered throughout the room that are covered in tools and parts and obscure bits of metal with undiscernible purpose. And um, you can see, uh, standing on one of the scaffolds and um, sort of welding something to one of the apparati attached to the central sphere, is Erky Bafflestone. And that's where we're going to stop for the night. So, Bafflestone, at last we meet. Again. Again. We meet again for the first time for the last time. Again for the first time. (laughs) I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for this topsy-turvy adventure. Uh, If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. And our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. Our brave adventurers today were... Uh, Dave, you'll play in Shed Fleek. Cahill, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Far Rock, the right-hand man. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I play Tarjax. Thanks for joining us. Hey, babe. That's what's going to play when we beat Baffletone. He gets those, <laughs> he gets those manacles on. <laughs> <laughs>